podcast where we compare theme park offerings from coast to coast. We don't always see eye to eye, but in the end, we try. I'm Allie, and as always, I am joined by the fabulous and super speedy CJ. How are you, CJ? <laughs> hey, Allie. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a Monday. I'm having a good time. Nice. So, yesterday was a Sunday, and yesterday was a special Sunday, CJ. Why was yesterday a special <laughs> Sunday? Yesterday was the 2023 Wine and Dine Half Marathon. So I think we, we mentioned on our last episode that this was, or on the maybe on the last couple of episodes, um, but that this was coming up and that the race was happening. So CJ, tell me what, what races did you do this weekend? So this year I did, well, first of all, let me preface all this by saying this is my second my second time doing the Wine and Dine weekend and I've done all the weekends at Walt Disney World at least once. And I did most of the California ones at least once. And this is by far my favorite race weekend. Um, So this year I did both the 10K and the half marathon. It's been a while since I've done a challenge, um, the two course challenge. I've never done any two course challenge type things here in California, or I'm sorry, in Florida. The only time I did a back-to-back challenge like that was the Dumbo Double Dare in 2015, I believe. So yeah, and the only reason I signed up for the challenge this time is because the two course challenge medal featured Figment, which is one of my favorite characters. So I did it for the medal. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we all do it for the medal. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm at the point where like, I will in the future definitely sign up for every wine and dine half marathon because I really like the energy that takes place there. Um, The Walt Disney World Marathon weekend, the... Energy is more like really serious. <laughs> you know, there's people there doing dopey or like the goofy challenge and the full marathon. And it's just a different mindset going into that weekend. Um, but if you want to do like Fab Five themed medals, that's where you go. Um, and then Princess, I'm really not a big fan of Princess Weekend, but if Snow White is involved, I will sign up. Springtime surprise, I'm just going to be surprised every year. So if I'm into the theme, I'll sign up. If I'm not, I won't sign up. So this year, I'm not doing it. Um, but wine and dine, I really like the vibes of that weekend. It's a lot more like laid back and kind of like party atmosphere a little bit. So it's, it's fun for me. I, so Run Disney just released the dates for the next season. And I was, I'll be honest, I was considering doing wine and dine next year, but Mm -hmm. the first day of wine and dine is Halloween. And I don't want to travel. Like I want to be home Uh, for Halloween. Well, hang on, hang on. Are you thinking about doing the 10K or the half? I TBD. Okay, all half marathons are TBD, depending on how I feel after completing my first half marathon in nine years this December. So TBD, I can do a 10K, no problem. Well, I can do a 10K, little problems, (laughs) um, manageable problems, but I the farthest I've run so far in training for this half is nine miles. And I wanted to eat my entire house after that. Yeah, Um, that's the best part about running. (laughs) (laughs) Getting to eat everything. Okay, so tangent um, for the half marathon that I'm doing in December. I'm staying at a friend's house the night before because she lives like one freeway exit away from this half marathon versus where I live. It'd be like an hour drive for me to get there. So I'm staying the night at her house. And I was like, yeah, I'll bring my own food. I'll bring food for after the race. She's like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. You can eat here. I'm like girl, you have no idea 
You have no idea how much, like, I eat during the run, and then I get home, and yeah. I eat, an, an, like, an entire breakfast afterwards, right? and I'm still hungry. Yeah. Like, trust you me, don't I'm really... bringing my own food. And when you're running longer distances, you don't really want to change anything that you do with your diet. No. You want to eat food that's familiar to you. But yeah. what I was going to say, getting back to wine and dine next year, yes. and, you know, you're saying the first day is uh, Halloween, that's that's only an expo day. I and know. if you're and if you're not running the 5K, which I don't think you would unless it's like a really good theme, you can come in on Friday the 1st, pick up your stuff for the 10K on Saturday or the half on Sunday and be okay. So, yeah, the other, I mean, the other thing that factors into it for me is price. Disney races are not cheap. Um, so we'll have to see how that goes. And another thing is that there is a race here in Dripping Springs every November that I really like I've, I did it last year I'm doing it again this year it's uh, in six days and I've really liked doing that so I don't think the dates are going to overlap but given the choice I'm going to do the Dripping Springs race because I really like it let me try to persuade you one more time okay <laughs> because there's some added value to the half marathon the wine and dine half that doesn't exist at other Disney races if you sign up for the challenge or the half marathon, you get a part a ticket to an after hours party at Epcot included, and you can enter the park at five and stay until 1am. So you could like have an Epcot day without having to buy a ticket for Epcot. <laughs> and they also send all the runners $15 gift cards to spend at the food and wine festival or whatever you want. So there's wow. your dinner. Yeah. I mean, dinner's going to cost more than $15, but it's... <laughs> uh, 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 uh. No, 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 no. Not, not too much. My dinner last night was $16, and I paid for a Diet Coke. But I could have had dinner for 13 but I wanted beef and chicken, not just chicken. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to get to that. So let's let's back it up a whole bunch. Okay, okay, okay. And let's, let's start by talking about the expo. So yeah. did you go to the expo? What was your experience there? Did you get any merch, et cetera? Yeah, so I actually did not go on Thursday. Usually I go to the opening day of the expo, but I had made plans with my in-laws that day. So I was like, whatever, I'll just go on Friday. Friday rolls around. Um, Dad and I, Dad ran this race, the same races as I did. And we had plans to go together, but it just wasn't really working out. My, our mom was going to watch uh, the baby and she had some other things going on. So I ended up going on my own to the expo. Um and yeah, I picked up my bib and my shirts and that was really easy. I didn't really stop at any of the booths um, at the expo. I did take a picture with PhotoPass because they had this really cool like Mickey neon light up Mickey thing that I hadn't seen before that I thought was really cool. And then uh, I did go check out the official Run Disney merchandise. The way that they've been doing it recently is for day one of the run Disney expo. If you want to see the official run Disney branded merchandise, you need to join the virtual queue. And I did join for Thursday because I wasn't sure really what timing of everything would be. And there was a possibility that I could have made it. Um, but obviously I didn't end up going on Thursday. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I think the expo is open Sunday, but anyways, beyond the first day of the expo, you don't need virtual queue to get in. So I just walked around and I had seen a shirt online that I wanted to to buy. It was a purple t-shirt with figment on it. Um, and I think it said like, let your imagination run or something like oh, that. Cute. And I really liked it, but it sold out like in the first like 10 minutes that the expo okay. was open on yeah. Thursday. So yeah, it would. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the resellers got a hold of it and yeah. Um, but I did, I did look at some things and, you know, I'm at the point where I don't, 
need merchandise unless it's something I really, really like. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then they, uh, you know, they have the giant like 3.1, 6.2, 13.1. Like they have those giant signs out there. So I took a picture with the 19.3. And then while I was in line to take that picture, they had some characters out that I saw. They had Beast because um, the 10K was Be Our Guest. And they had Tweedledee and Tweedledum because the 5K was Alice in Wonderland. And there was like nobody in line for the Tweedles. And I was like, okay, well, I'll go over there and take my picture. So I took pictures of the Tweedles. And then the last photo op they had going on while I was there, um, you could hold the candle from Encanto. And they had like an Encanto-themed background. So there wasn't really a line for that. So I took my picture there too really quick. And then I headed out. What I heard about the candle was that they pulled out the candle when Bruno needed a break. Well, I was there right when it opened, and there were no characters, and then all of a sudden, like, the candle and Beast and the Tweedles came out, so I don't know. Well, I I also don't know. I was not there. This is hearsay from my running group on Discord. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, next up was the 10K. So, let's start with CJ, how early did you get up? Um, three. And we okay. left the house. Dad picked me up at 3.15. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You had 15 minutes to like eat breakfast and get dressed and that's it? Well, okay. So what I do is the night before a race, I shower. Um, so I don't have to do that first thing in the morning. And I lay out everything. I get my yes. running. Well, this time I wasn't carrying a fanny pack, not for the 10K. But I get like my shirt, my shoes, my shorts, like literally everything I'm wearing, even my like hair bands. I get that ready and lay it out on the counter. And I already knew what I was eating for breakfast. So it was just two and a half minutes in the microwave. So like I just got up, went to the bathroom, got dressed, did a little bit of stretching, microwaved my breakfast and ate my breakfast in the car. <laughs> like it wasn't, it was super easy to get ready. So nice. Yeah. So you get there, you guys, because I, I know because I asked dad, you were in Corral C. Yes. So for both races. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how was Corral C? C for cool. Yeah, see for cool. Um, they changed how they do corrals this year. Typically, we'd be on one of those roads that's like behind the Epcot parking lot. I don't remember what street it's called. Um, but this time they set it up in the Epcot parking lot. And I don't know if they had intended, they've like recently redone parts of the Epcot parking lot. So I don't know if that's how it was prior to COVID or anything like that. I'm not sure. But it was less of a walk to the start line which was nice. And uh, they published like opening times and closing times for each corral. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, at least my experience in the marathon was I was in the very last corral, like started right in front of the balloon ladies. And I remember the race was starting and there were people like sprinting through our corral and jumping over barriers to get to the corrals because they were late. So I think they published the opening and closing times just to be like, you need to be here and we're going to close the corral or, you know, you, you're going to be bumped back because it's closed. Um, so they opened corrals at certain times and we were all sitting on the ground in the Epcot parking lot. Um, it did feel the corral felt bigger, like not necessarily in terms of amount of people, but it felt physically bigger. Like more um, spacious. Mm-hmm. And there is room to spread That's out nice. too. So if you don't like crowds, you could have just like hung on the way back. The one thing that was kind of weird is they like funneled us to the back of the parking lot and then around to the left to get to the start line. But then you had to make a U-turn 
to the right to get the start line. And that got very crowded. It was like, you know, you take thousands of people and you're funneling them through a little opening and around hairpin turns. Like it, the people pile up was weird and uh, it was more crowded than previous corral experiences. That honestly sounds like what they did for Princess with the um, U-turn type thing. And that yeah. was not great. Yeah, that's what dad had said too. And the other thing they changed this year was for the athletes with disabilities, unless you were part of Roll Disney with a chair, you were in the crowd with everybody else. So you have people with service dogs, people with like visual guides, um, people with like walking canes and stuff were all in the corrals with everybody else. And that had the potential to be really dangerous, quite to yeah. be quite honest. Um, I don't like I, that. No. And I'm thinking about, you know, like my son who's on the spectrum and probably ADHD, like a whole lot of issues. And I'm thinking like, okay, if, if he's like that when he's older, but he wants to run a race, like he cannot be surrounded by people like that. He just cannot. That would set him off in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, so from that perspective, it's a little concerning. I, but that being said, I didn't hear about any issues and I didn't see any issues. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Um, although I will say somebody in our corral did have a guide dog and that dog did not like the fireworks and was barking, you know, cause they do fireworks at the start oh, and the dog baby. was barking and scared. So I don't know in the past if they had like a special tent for the dogs to hang out in to like wait. I, I I'm not really sure how they handled that. So um, that's the only thing that I saw. The, the flip side of that, well, not necessarily the flip side, but another perspective is, as you know, I'm allergic to dogs. And yeah, I'm not going to go around petting somebody's service dog. Like, that's stupid. You should never, mm -hmm. nobody should ever do that. Mm -hmm. um, especially if they're working service dogs. Like, no, you're an idiot if you pet somebody's service dog. <laughs> um, flat out. But like, I'm allergic to dogs. I would really like the service dogs and the people with disabilities to be in a separate corral right like, yeah because if you so get the dander for, for, flying around and yeah yeah so that's for my personal issues. comfort yeah i would like that and then more importantly frankly for their personal comfort for them to be well, able and to their for safety really yeah and for their safety yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that was a weird decision and i know that some of the athletes with disability community was not thrilled with it so we'll yeah. see if disney takes that feedback and does something different for the next races i hope so yeah so you cross the start line, finally, you make it through the U-turn, yes. through the hairpin, and you cross the start line. What did you do on the 10K? Okay, so we knew the half was coming up, so we were like, let's just walk the 10K. <laughs> so that's what we did. We walked the 10K. Um, you know, if it was the, if that was the only race we were doing, we would have run it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But the um, course, the first, like, three and a half miles, like, really weren't on in the parks they were like on surface streets or whatever but it went by very fast the one thing i will say was that there weren't that many porta potties and, oh that's the other thing about the corrals like they kept telling us hydrate 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 you know they're really good about reinforcing that mm -hmm. but like the bathrooms were not easily seen i think they were like way back like across from the entry to the corrals and it would have been really hard to like get all the way out there and they just weren't that close so I had to go to the bathroom when we started. Dad had to go to the bathroom when we started. And we get on the course and instead of having like the rows of porta potties, there were just like little groups of two in a tent. 
And I think we saw like three or four of those stations between the start line and when we got into Hollywood Studios. Um, How far was was that? uh, Three and a half miles. Oh. Yeah. So that was like a weird decision. And we were really surprised by that. And I, you know, I talked to some friends later that afternoon and they were surprised by that as well. So we were not the only ones who were like, hmm, weird. Um, So anyways, we made it to Hollywood Studios. Um, It was really quick. It was like down Sunset Boulevard, like between Rock and Roller Coaster and uh, Tower Terror is where we entered. And we ran down Sunset Boulevard and like out the entry of the park, basically. Um, And then onto the boardwalk area, you know, they've got that walkway between hollywood and epcot so that's where we went um we did stop at a bathroom i believe yeah we we stopped at around mile four by the skyliner station they have a bathroom there so oh nice like a real bathroom yes we wanted to go to a real bathroom but we really only passed by one in the park in hollywood and i was like i cannot wait any longer <laughs> so we we stopped that one and unfortunately the women's room only had like seven stalls so the line was long and whatever it's it's whatever it's done um so anyways we go through the boardwalk we enter international gateway and towards the front of the park you know past test track and mission space and then out the side area uh to the finish line and yeah it was fun did you do any character stops we did not. I really wanted to stop, like, uh, kind of by the Joffrey's cart between Canada and the UK. They had the prince from Snow White and Dopey. And, like, oh. I've seen, I've met Dopey before, but the prince, I only see him on parade floats. Yeah. Um. So I really wanted to stop, but the line went all the way to Canada. I was like, that's going to be, like, a 30 to 40 minute line. Like, I'm not yeah. waiting in that. Um. So we looked at all the characters and like, that was it. We just did like drive by hello, (laughs) kept moving. So other than the prince, did you see any unique characters? What was like the coolest character that you saw? Um, let me look at my list because I do have like a list of characters here. So first was Gaston, then Daisy and Donald, then Jiminy, Cricket and Pinocchio. Beast, Chippendale, Little John, and Robin Hood were out. Oh, cool. Yeah, I had, like, never seen them before. Jose and Panchito, then Minnie and Mickey, Lewis and Wilbur, and then Dopey and the Prince. And then they had characters from Phineas and Ferb out as well. And then the finish line, they had Donald and Daisy. Back me up a little bit. Lewis and Wilbur. Wilbur, I keep thinking Charlotte's Web, and I know that's not right. Yeah, I'm reading from a list. Oh, from Meet the Robinsons. Sorry. Okay. From Meet the Robinsons. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that right. was the characters for the 10K. I have a list for the half marathon as well. Well, we'll, we'll get there in a minute. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find it, so I'm ready. So you got your medal. You got your victory photo. I assume you went home and took a nap. Yeah, I kind of took a nap. It, like, wasn't really that great of a nap. It was like off and on. I mean, here's the thing. When you live locally, it's great to go to the races because it's the expense is so much smaller. Mm-hmm. But you get back and you're like, the, you know, my husband doesn't race. He's just at home with the kids. And they're like, oh, mom's back. You know, like not realizing like I was up really early and like you just go back to real life. And that's yeah. that's hard when you're not on vacation. Fair enough. 
This episode is brought to you by Purple Banana Travel. If you're looking to book your next Walt Disney World Resort or Disneyland Resort vacation, reach out to Kate at Traveling on the Spectrum on Instagram. For everything from expert trip planning, tips on traveling with kids, and more, she's your travel agent that does it all. For a complimentary quote, contact her at kate at purplebananatravel.com and mention Park to Park Podcast. Again, that's Kate, C-A-T-E, at purplebananatravel.com. So... The next day you did the half marathon. I assume same sort of deal. Uh, wake up at three. Dad picks you up at 315. Go to the corrals. Corral C. Yeah, I drove for the half marathon. Um, and yeah, it was the same deal. Go to corral C. Um, I met up with one of my. Uh, did we do a marathon weekend report? Trip report? Yes, we did. Okay. So if you listen to that episode, you'll remember that I <laughs> walked the whole thing and I made two new friends in the corral and we walked the whole seven hours together. She was here for, one of them was here for wine and dine weekends. So I met up with her uh, before we got into the corral and it was, it was good to see her. And you also met somebody that I sort of know from the internet. <laughs> yeah, they, she recognized dad. Yeah, so the story with that is at last year's Wine and Dine Half Marathon, she finishes it, um, shares pictures in our Discord group, and I look at this picture that she shares, and I said, Kimmy, that guy who is in the front of your picture is my dad. So dad accidentally photobombed her at last year's Wine and Dine Half Marathon, which then turned into this whole Where's Waldo game with my running group every time dad's doing a race. So that's the story with that. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. So, so we start the race. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty much a repeat of the 10K at the start experience. I will say I heard that Corral E, the last Corral, was like a complete mess. Um, I'm not really sure what happened, but I think what they were doing was, well, Corral E didn't open until like later Bye. than, yeah, it didn't open until much later and i think they moved all the corral e people to like where corral b i think was once they started um so there was quite a bit of movement of people but i will say corral c you know i've never been in a corral that good before and i'm honestly not really sure how i got in there <laughs> but um there's you know people in the run disney community that are well known and we saw like all those people in that corral um there's a gentleman named dw who like wears these really big like ball gown type things he was in that corral the puppet runner who runs with like a little remy puppet was behind us jogging jack sparrow he was in our corral and uh the tutu guys they're like these really buff guys who run and they they dressed as like the ugly stepsisters one day and mirabelle and louisa the next day um so we saw all those people <laughs> and so it was kind of interesting to like be with those people but the other thing about corral c is like i felt my pace finally was i was in the right spot for my pace versus in the back of the pack i feel like i'm dodging people a lot of the time um dodging a lot of walkers so it was good to be further up nice mm -hmm. so as far as the race itself goes the path um you know Going into it, I look at the ma the course map to, to know what to expect. And mentally, I'm like, okay, mile two, get to this point. Mile five, get to this point. Like, that's kind of how I handle it. And I was not really looking forward to this race course because the front half was really loaded with parks and the back half was kind of boring. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So like by mile two, we were into World Showcase. Mile three, we're at the boardwalk. Mile four, we're entering Hollywood. Mile five, we're exiting Hollywood. And then it's like a whole bunch of roads again until mile 11, you're entering Epcot parking lot. So yes. So that like was kind of tough. But once we got out of Hollywood Studios, we made We exited like behind Fantasmic and made a left on Buena Vista, which put us heading towards Coronado Springs. The sun was behind us. So I understand the decision now. I'm like, oh, I'm okay with this. The sun's behind us. Like it made sense. And honestly, from mile five to mile six was just about getting to Coronado Springs. Mile six to mile seven was about getting to Blizzard Beach. And along that way like there were a lot of people out from Coronado Springs cheering us on and stuff so it wasn't as bad as it could have been um I in the end I ended up being okay with the course okay exceeded your expectations yeah yeah um I will say uh you know for this race I was not as well trained as I wanted to be Three of the last four weeks leading up to race weekend, I had a cold and basically lost my voice um, and was coughing pretty bad. And turns out I had a sinus infection. So like I really, I didn't really run for like three or four weeks. I had, you know, a funeral to go to. I last minute decided to go to a wedding. Like there was some travel involved. Um, We've just been really busy. And then I got sick. So while I was training, I was doing like 90 seconds running 45 seconds walking but like going into this one I was like let's just do 60 30 those intervals are like tried and true for me um and we kept up with that pretty much the whole time um around mile eight and a half nine ish we both kind of had to take a couple extra walking breaks um we took like ibuprofen we had a snack like that kind of thing i'm not gonna run while i'm eating (laughs) um and then mile 10 ish we took another couple little breaks that's like uphill so you know mile 10 uphill is kind of hard um and then mile 12 we walked a very big chunk of that I was starting to feel lightheaded and kind of dizzy. And then I felt like I was going to throw up. And I said, I cannot run right now. Like I need, I need to just walk and focus on not falling over. Um, But yeah, you know, and looking back a year ago when I was training for the marathon, I made, I think I made it up to like 17 or 18 miles in training. And looking back at my data, I was doing like 12 to 13 minute miles for that entire time. So I was in, yeah, I was like, I'm kind of proud of the shape I was in. I was in a lot better shape back then. Um, and I've gained, it was a year ago. (laughs) Well, since then though, I've gained 20 pounds. I haven't run a race since the marathon. Um, and so it's like, you know, I was kind of like worried about how it'd be, but I, this race was like physically the best I felt for the half marathon distance. Um, like I really, (laughs) yeah, but I mean like my body didn't hurt. I had one toenail Mm -hmm. issue, which is fine. It happens. Um, but like I didn't, I wasn't really hurting. I wasn't tired and like out of breath. Um, and actually later that day I came home and my son was messing around upstairs where to the point where I had to run upstairs and I just ran it, like ran up the stairs and it didn't hurt. Uh, I'm a little stiff, but like, I'm not like hobbling around like I have been in the past. So, you know, I'm trying to like rack my brain here and think, why am I feeling so much better this time? I don't know. And I I don't know the answer. I have been doing squats. Here's a tip for everybody. 
when you're brushing your teeth, do 25 squats <laughs> and then you'll yep. get an easy 50 squats a day. So I've been doing that um, while I'm waiting for game. Like I play video games, right? And so while I'm like waiting to find a game while it's matchmaking, I have my little like eight pound weights here and I'm like lifting weights. <laughs> so <laughs> I think like that kind of stuff adds up. Um, I also think completing the marathon and understanding like how big a distance 26 is 13 doesn't feel so daunting anymore so there might be some mental factors at play like I really think it's a combination of physical and mental even though I'm 20 pounds heavier than where I was and I'm not as trained as I was a year ago so that's an interesting perspective thank you for sharing yeah so last question about the half marathon we need to know about characters yeah, we did not stop for any characters. <laughs> um, we just wanted to keep moving. Like our goal was just to finish, but I do have a list of who was out. So there was Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether switching out with Aurora and Philip. We saw Aladdin and Abu, Hook, Smee, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, Chipdale, Pluto, Rafiki, and Timon. Duffy oh, cool. was out. Yeah, Duffy was out. Clarabelle and Horace, horse collar, horse collar were out. Nick and Judy Hops, Jack and Sally, and Oogie Boogie. Oh. And then, yeah, while we were walking to the car, by the way, I heard Haunted Mansion music. I'm sorry. When we were walking from the car to the corrals, I heard Haunted Mansion music. And I was like, why are they playing Haunted Mansion music? Well, they had Haunted Mansion actors and the whole setup, like backstage at Epcot. Um, Figment was out, but that was a weird one because they didn't have photo pass. It was just like a selfie station with, Fig with Figment. That's doesn't feel right. Like the no. whole challenge is figment themed. Like why wasn't there a photo pass there? Right. Um, Star-Lord and Gamora, Miguel, Thumper and Mrs. Rabbit, the penguins from Mary Poppins. Uh, some of the Star Wars characters were out in Galaxy's Edge, like on the upper level. Woody and Bo Peep, Mickey and Minnie, Pooh and Eeyore, and the Country Bears. All right. Yeah. That's a good spread. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, I thought it was cool they had some of the Marvel characters out, because I know that's kind of rare here, and Oogie Boogie and Jack and Sally, too. Yeah, they're rare characters unless it's, like, Halloween. So, let's talk about the after party. Yeah, so like I said earlier, um, this race includes after party admission. Um, it's at Epcot, and the reason why they do that is because this race used to be a nighttime race, and then the after hours party would just start, and you just go to it. So I think, you know, for tradition's sake, they're going to keep doing an after party for this race. I think runners would riot if they got rid of it. Knock on wood, please don't get rid of it. Um, but yeah, so, or if you're not running the half or challenge, you can buy a ticket for it, and it's a little less expensive than a day ticket, obviously. Um, so I got, I left the house at like five parking was a little bit of a mess. So I didn't get in the park until like five thirty, five forty, And yeah, I met up with dad who he spent his $15 at connections and he had a burger and a beer or something. I wasn't really sure what I wanted. I was like thinking about it on the way in and I was like, aha, I want Ketsura grill, which is all the way back in Japan. Um, it just sounded good. Okay. Like I didn't really okay. want a burger. I didn't want chicken nuggets. Yeah. I, I wanted a burger. Or, I'm sorry. I wanted a teriyaki chicken and whatever. So dad and I, neither one of us are like that sore. So he's like, oh yeah, not a problem. Let's walk back to Japan. So it's super, super crowded. You still have day guests there and you have party people there. It was just, you know, crowded. 
Um, but we make it back to Japan where there's no line. I get my chicken and beef teriyaki with my white rice and broccoli. Scarf it down. It was delicious. Um, I had had kind of a late lunch. So at that point, I was really hungry. Um, and then we decided to go do some rides. So first, we did Figment. And we looked to see if we could do the Disney Visa photo op, but we missed it by like 15 minutes. Um, and then Mickey and Minnie weren't out in their normal meet and greet area. Like they were done for the day and Figment was also gone for the day. Oh, no. Um, yeah, that's okay. We did the Figment ride, though, which I haven't done in a while. Um, then we did Living with the Land. We wanted to do Soarin' Over California, but it was like a 45-minute wait. So Ca- Soarin' Over California? Yes, they brought it back for like the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company. It's like a limited time <gasps> thing. Yeah. Now I have to find out if it's going to be at Disneyland. It'll only be there during the Food and Wine Festival at Disneyland. Oh, man, I'm not going to be there during the Food and Wine Festival at Disneyland. Sorry. Ah, carry on um so after that we did nemo and then we were gonna do spaceship earth but the line was kind of long and like after dinner i was talking about dessert for like an hour (laughs) of course i was like oh i haven't tried the gelato place in in italy yet And and then I was like, oh, the pastries in France are really good. And I was like, oh, this World Showcase is new and I haven't been there yet. And then I said, there's that dessert at Connections Cafe. It's a cake and it's shaped like a C and it looks really good. And then I said, I wonder if they're still still doing the special annual pass holder Oswald dessert at uh, Sunshine Seasons. So like my mind was on dessert the whole night. Um, so uh, eventually I did, oh, and we did a test track single rider. So after test track, oh, shout out to Sarah, Disney stuff, 69. We interviewed her. Remember Mm -hmm. she was on our show. Uh, I saw that she was there and I was like, oh, we're right outside figment. And then, um, I guess she had gone on test track because I saw her at the picture area and she's like, I saw your picture and I knew you were coming off the ride. So (laughs) hello, Sarah. It was good to meet you in, in real life. Anyways, um, so while we were in line for test track, I was like, I want something from Germany, <laughs> you know, the caramel shop. However, Are you that sure? Was... Because you picked out a lot of other desserts that you wanted to. Listen, I could have had like 10 desserts and I just wanted dessert. Okay. Okay. So it was like 842 at this point and we're at test track and I'm like, okay, this location is not open for the party. It's going to lock up at nine. I said, dad, will we make it to Germany? in 18 minutes and he's like oh of course we'll be fine and it's like pretty crowded because the nighttime show is about to start or whatever and uh i mobile ordered and it was like 8 50 when we were in china and i was like oh we're totally making it um so like we walked up like right at 8 55 i pressed i'm here prepare my order and i had it at like 8 55 basically um so got my dessert i got chocolate covered caramel s'mores and it was very good that sounds really good. Oh my yeah, gosh, CJ! I know, I know, I know. And I was debating between they have this like cookie dough cup that has caramel in it that I've never had before. That sounded good, and I really like the oatmeal caramel cookie. It's really good too. Oh, CJ, I haven't had dinner yet. Okay, well, you know how to solve this problem. You sign up for the wine and dine half marathon, get your party ticket, spend your fifteen dollars on desserts in Germany. Boom. Done. Well, I was going to say, my well, my immediate problem is solved by the fact that my husband's cooking dinner right now. Thanks, <laughs> husband. I love you. <laughs> um, was there anything at this party that you wanted to do but missed for one reason or another, other than Figment? 
Uh, I would have liked to do Spaceship Earth because I like that ride. And I haven't been on Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in a while, so kind of want to do that. And then, of course, I always like to do Cosmic Rewind, but I figured the line would be long and Dad doesn't do it anyways, so skip um, it. Kimmy, the person that you met in the corrals, she said that she walked on it at 9.30, but also at it was a 90-minute, yeah. But wow. also it was a 90-minute late, 90-minute wait later in the night. So yeah, yeah. Um, so what we decided to do was, you know, we we're over there in Germany, and they have all these special characters out during the party. And it said friends from Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. And that's my favorite princess. And I was like, well, I'd like to meet Snow White. So we or I ate my dessert, dad had a water bottle, and we waited in the line to see Snow White. Um, and while that was going on, the Epcot Forever nighttime show was going on. So we watched it from like the back of Germany, basically. And um, dad was like i told dad i was like you don't have to stay like you can go if you're tired and he was like well at this point like i'm kind of stuck back here because if i leave now i'll be stuck in all the people day guests mm-hmm. that are leaving the park so he stayed with me and we met dopey and snow white and then he he skedaddled on out and how late did you end up staying um so we met snow white at like she came out right at 10 and we we're in the third group in line so uh I stopped for a different picture between France and UK on that bridge. They had this like neon Mickey sign that you could hold. So I took a picture with that. And then I looked at the pictures and I was, I looked like I was wielding a sword. Like the pictures did not turn out that great. Um, if but you send that to me, I'll pop them into the YouTube video for this episode. Okay. So that's where dad left me at that point. Um, that was probably like 10, 20 ish. And then uh i stopped for pictures at spaceship earth so that was like 10 30 ish i was home at 11 05 okay so yeah i mean i wasn't i was sore i was not sore so i could like power walk through the park um and feel just fine so i like power walked by myself to spaceship earth took some pictures and went back to the car yeah was there anything else special about the night that you haven't covered uh they had a special pin for sale at creation shop I saw somebody on Facebook said they only made 500 of them, which is silly because there were 14,000 runners in the the race. And I heard they capped the line for that like really early. So I'm not sure what they were thinking. Uh, They also had like a specialty cocktail and a special glowing cup thing that's apparently pretty popular, but I didn't want to do that. So, And for what it's worth, I heard the same thing about the pin. So story corroborated. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think that about covers this recap of the Wine and Dine Half Marathon weekend, unless there's anything that I forgot to ask about that you wanted to mention, CJ. So um, if you want to read like a more detailed breakdown of how the race went for me, like in terms of prepping that I did, things that I carry with me on race day, recovery, like whatever, um, I'll have a blog post on my website, theweeklymouse.com. By the time this episode comes out, it will be published. And I have all my other, I have at least post-COVID, I have all my race reports on there and I have one from pre-COVID. So if you're interested in reading about, you know, my marathon experience, the 5K, the Expedition Everest 5K we did last year, like if you want to read about any of those, they are on my website as well, theweeklymouse.com. Say that again, because it came out quiet. Theweeklymouse.com is where you can find all of those blog posts. All right. Well, thank you very much, CJ, for sharing your experience. Uh, Next episode, we are going to be talking about Winnie the Pooh. Woo!
yeah, we're going straight into the Hundred Acre Wood, um, talking about both those attractions at Magic Kingdom and at Disneyland. So thank you all for listening to this episode of the Park 2 Park Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Park2ParkPod with the number two. Did you run the Wine and Dine Half Marathon? Send us an email, park2parkpod at gmail.com, also with the number two. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, which you know because you're currently listening to us. Uh, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please leave a comment congratulating CJ on finishing the two-course challenge. And I do have some listener feedback. Okay. Okay, so... The listeners probably don't know this, but some of them do. I have been applying for the Plan Disney panel for a while, and I made it to round three this year, which is really exciting. But, you know, there's a couple of Facebook groups for people who are uh, applicants, and we do, like, meetups in the park and stuff. So usually on race weekends, there's some sort of meetup going on. So Saturday afternoon, we met up at the Polynesian, and there was probably, like, seven of us who met up there. So Vanessa, shout out to Vanessa P. She was telling another hopeful for the panel, CJ has a podcast and she said that we were really funny and she really enjoys it. So yeah, thank you for listening and and thank you for spreading the word. And um, she also said she was a little bit behind, so don't spoil anything. Hopefully you're caught up by now and uh, we'll see you for next episode, Vanessa. Yeah, thanks for that, Vanessa. That's really nice of you to say. Yeah. And be like Vanessa. Tell your friends about the podcast. <laughs> also, tell your enemies about the podcast. We won't say if Vanessa was talking to friends or enemies. So that's for <laughs> her to know and for us to never find out. <laughs> We're all friends when it comes to Disney. <laughs> Unless you're guest on, then yes. you're an enemy. Yes, true. All right. Anything else to add, CJ? Oh, sorry. One thing that I thought of. Okay, sorry. Allie's like rolling her eyes at me. Um, the pre-race entertainment was like on point this year. Like the oh, really? hosts, the hosts were so funny, and they had two interviewers like that they'd pass it off to. They were so funny and so entertaining and just really good. Um, and this one lady that they interviewed on half marathon days, she was probably in her seventies. And the interviewer was like, oh, I see you're walking with a cane. So what's the story with the cane? And she was like, well, I'm having tomorrow morning. I'm driving myself to the, or I'm, I'm going to Advent Health and I'm getting my hip replaced. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh. Yeah. This was like her last hurrah before a hip replacement. <laughs> so everyone like cheered for her or whatever. And we ran into her around like mile six-ish, like between Hollywood Studios and Coronado. And everyone was like, hey, good luck with the surgery tomorrow. Like, hope you enjoy your new hip, like talking to her. So that was that was really funny. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, I hope it went well for her. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> yeah, all right. that, that was all. I just remembered that and wanted to <laughs> Thank share. you. Because that's that's like the kind of run Disney spirit that we that we see here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, y'all. Bye.